Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. This episode is brought to you by A&J Impressions, laser engravings for anything and everything you need. You can find their beautiful laser engraved crystal grids in our most recent unicorn experience boxes. You can also find them on Instagram or Etsy. The aliens are trying to stop us, but not today. <sighs> not today, aliens. We are back with another episode of Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And we were trying to live stream this on Facebook, but um, Facebook and Instagram are having a moment right now. So we were kind of joking. um, Maybe it has to do with the topic of today, which is aliens. Ooh, I like it. Aliens, ETs, extraterrestrials. And the question is, are aliens about to become like mainstream and walk among us and just be like commonly accepted part of our society and pop culture question maybe so maybe we have had a lot of um ramping up in the um in the public discourse about aliens and people's experience with aliens and celebrities experience with aliens and so as you guys know we talk about aliens a lot on this show um, we talk to aliens quite often through the Arcturians who are yeah, technically good friends with them. Yes. <laughs> so, um, that's something we're going to get into for today's episode. But before we go there, we have lots of little housekeeping announcements that let's do it in the beginning. Right. So, so one of the announcements is that you guys have heard us mention our Empath 101 webinar that we actually did last week. And it was so fun. It was so good. Ambrosia mm-hmm. is a shining star. And Thank you. As are you. <laughs> Thank you. And it was great. It was so awesome. We got such good feedback on it. It ended up being 90 minutes of just chock full of information about empaths, what are empaths, how do empaths work, and um, how do you protect your energy and you know operate in the world in a way that feels good to you as an empath, as an empowered empath. So um, that webinar happened, but we still do have it available for replay on our website. You can still purchase it at $44 uh, if you would like to watch the video and receive all the little goodies we gave away in that webinar. Um, But the other option that we're offering is if you become one of our patrons or you already are one of our patrons at our $20 Dragonfly tier, you will get this webinar for free. We're going to upload it to Patreon uh, for those in our $20 tier. Or higher. 
Or higher, exactly. And um, if you're already in that tier, you know that that tier also gives you access to our monthly conversations with the The Arc 9. Aliens, as we were just mentioning. So if you are interested in aliens and talking to aliens, um, this is a way to get both. So um, if this is of interest to you, you can sign up to be one of our patrons at the link in our bio. We'll put our Patreon link there and just select the Dragonfly tier or above, and you'll get both of those things, talking to the ARC-9 and our Empath 101 webinar for free. Um, And also, just keep in mind, you can cancel at any time with Patreon. So it's really a no-risk thing to try out and see if you like it and see how you like the Empath webinar. So that's one thing. The other thing is that we have announced that we are doing another webinar in October. Do you want to tell them about that, Andy? Yes. So this webinar is going to be Intuition 101. It's going to be going over like the basics of intuition, how to listen to your intuition compared to listening to your fear, how to really tune into your gifts. And we're going to go and we're going to stay very like surface level with it and very basic level. So if you um, get certain feelings, if you have maybe premonition dreams, if you um, feel other people in the room that aren't physically there, see things under the corner of your eye, but you really don't know what to do with it. This webinar is going to be great for you because it's going to go over like answering those questions of what the heck is going on, how the heck is this happening? And it's going to go over the basics of really like how to um, come in more alignment with your gifts and your abilities and not um, feel so crazy and scatterbrained and all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that webinar is also $44 and you guys can get in on that with the link in our bio. Once again, we will put it in there. And uh, that webinar is going to be October 28th. And replay will be available, same as it was for uh, the Empath webinar, if you can't make it. And then another announcement, so many announcements, is that (laughs) our Inner Bloom Experience boxes, which the witch-themed, which the witch-themed box is going out um, in a few weeks here. So I am just- so excited about this box. I just want to throw that out there. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, Didn't this box something. is very like, it's very Halloween themed in the aspect of spells and witchy work. And it's going to be, for those of you who like that stuff, you're going to be very happy. Um, and yes. so that box is going to go out. You'll get it right before Halloween. Okay. So if you've already ordered, you're going to get it. And there's no more orders that are able to come in anymore because we already capped the boxes. Uh, so there's two announcements with this. The first announcement is that we are doing another giveaway for this box. Uh, we have two boxes to give away. And the way that we're going to give those away is by doing something we've done in the past, which is have you guys submit us iTunes reviews. Yay! So basically what we you do is you go, um, what'd you say, Envy? I said, we love your re- your reviews and we appreciate them. And then I said, go ahead, because we're talking over each other. Sorry, continue <laughs> on. We're just so excited today. Um, well, and we appreciate them and they help us so much. They help our podcast get seen. Every time you guys review, it helps us climb the charts in different areas. So it's really important. It's really helpful. And um, yeah, so that's the way we're going to do the entry for the 
experience box. If you would like to win one of the two experience boxes, then just leave us an iTunes review and send us an email or a direct message on Instagram showing that you left us the review and we'll put your name down and then at the end of the month or right before the contest ends, which will be um, on, let's see, October 15th is the last day you can enter. Um, we will draw two names off the list and we will let you guys know who wins and we'll get your info and send you the boxes. And again, you can't buy these boxes anymore. They're already capped. Uh, so this is the only way you can get them. Cool. And to add on to this news about the boxes is that we have decided (laughs) to further depress you in case you were interested in the boxes. Well, we have decided that for right now, this is going to be our last box for the year. This is going to be our last box that we do for a period of time. We are going to pause the boxes, so we will pause your subscription so you won't be charged anymore for any more boxes um, because we are going to take a little bit of time and uh, regroup on the boxes, and then we'll probably come back with new boxes next year. But for right now, that's all going to be paused so we can regroup with everything we've learned and come back bigger and badder when we're ready. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for uh, subscribing to the boxes. Thank you for being a part of the boxes. It's been really fun to do this with you guys. And I think we've learned a lot and we have uh, a lot of information for how we want to do it in the future uh, if it makes sense. So if you see that your subscri- subscription is canceled, don't freak out. You're getting the box. It's just yeah. we're we're canceling the subscription so you don't get charged anymore, okay? I think that's it for announcements. That was a lot of announcements. That was a lot, but it was good. It was important. Important <laughs> announcements in the inner bloom world. Should we get into alien talk? Let's do it. I'm okay. Excited. So, Ambie, why don't you take us into this topic? So, Okay. Oh, we're just going to dive in. Okay, so ETs, aliens... Um, they don't like the name alien, I've been told. But either way. That was what Demi Lovato said, that we're going to. What? They they literally were like on an interview. And we're going to talk about Demi Lovato in a second. But they were literally on an interview and they said, well, I don't like to call them aliens because nobody, not, not human beings, not them, they don't like to be called aliens. It's like a derogatory term. If it's like a derogatory it. term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. Exciting, exciting stuff. Okay, ETs. We're gonna talk to, uh, or um, Star Family. I like mm-hmm. that one too. I like Star Family. That makes me sound nice. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, Star Family. Um, there's lots of different types of species of um, ETs or Star Family. Um, just to name a few, just a few. There are Arcturians, there are Pleiadians, there are greys, there are three different types of greys. There are reptilians, but they're, they've been given a bad rap. There's one that look like lions. I forget what their name is. I'm so sorry if anybody's the offended. Lyrans. Okay. There's and there's one that Andromedans. Like Andromedans. There's one that look like insects. I forget what they're called too. The, aren't they the praying mantis type? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People? The praying mantis. Yeah. Um, so there's lots, um, we've been told that there's thousands of different types of species, but the Arcturians, the Greys, and the Pleiadians are the top three that interact with human beings for various reasons. They interact with human beings, um, mostly to 
make sure that we're not going to blow ourselves up. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, <laughs> let's good. be honest. Good. Okay. Earth is trash. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> and they have interjected many times in the past in times when, you know, nuclear war and stuff like when that. We when we might things, blow ourselves yeah. up, they have interjected and shit has well, not I re- been public on that. I remember in one of our recent conversations with the ARC-9, somebody asked a question about how they help humanity. And they said, they said that. They said, we have interfered only a few times but important times when you needed us in Mm. order to protect humanity and we will continue to do so and that made me feel really good that made me feel nice (laughs) I was like thank you and you you think about (laughs) thank you (laughs) please don't let us blow up yeah and you think about like stories that we hear where like these people have nukes and then these people have nukes and they're gonna fire them at each other and then something happens and they don't yeah like it's interesting that we don't know what the something is that happens or like, it, go ahead. Where we, I was going to say, excited. remember the whole thing that happened in Hawaii where they, yes! everyone on Hawaii. Oh my got God. The, yes. I was thinking about that. Let's tell that story, but also okay, I tell that thinking, story because you're excited. You tell it. Okay. Real quick. So there was something that happened in Hawaii like three years ago. I think it was 2018 where all the people on the island got a message on their phone, kind of like when you get a national weather alert or like a... Um, or an amber, amber alert. alert. Yeah, yeah, it's like that weird notification on your phone that literally said, like, missiles incoming, like, take shelter or something like that. Yeah. Like, you're dead in 30 minutes, yeah. basically, is what it said. Or seconds or... Uh, who, who? No, it was like 30 minutes. It was like 30 minutes because I remember... I had a friend that lived in Hawaii at the time and she posted on Facebook, like, I love everybody. If I haven't been able to talk to you because the phone lines were down because like everybody was, was trying to call. Everybody no, no. was trying to call. Yeah. But I'm saying that period of time was like that they waited was like 45 minutes or an hour or something like that. But like it was like missiles incoming, like imminently, like do. Well, that's the part. Anyway, keep going. That's the part I'm focusing on. Here's why. Here's why. Because. Well, anyway, so cut to everybody freaks out. Everybody loses their minds. You can look it up. People just lost their absolute damn minds, as you can imagine. When as just they started. should. Yeah. And uh-huh. also, can you imagine these people's families or people who are on vacation there calling their families? My, oh my God. God. And so they, there's a really funny TikTok actually on TikTok about about someone reenacting their experience, which is just surreal. But anyway, cut to like an hour later. Mm-hmm. They get a message that's like, oh, error. Like, sorry, someone pushed the wrong button, basically. No. And Ambie and I were talking no. about that. We're like, there's just no possible way. There's just there's no, no way. I was thinking, but this is what this is what I want to talk about about the time period. I was thinking about that and I'm like, hold on a second. Here's why that really can't be. Because as soon as somebody pushed the wrong button and the whole island went on to chaos, don't you think they would send the message immediately? Don't you think they would know that? Like, it's not. Yeah. That was what doesn't like, make sense. By the way, th- please ignore the last text yeah. you got or like, last alert you got. It's not like it takes them an hour to realize the island is in chaos. Like, they're probably getting caught. Co- like, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't make any sense. Damn it, Bob. You pushed the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. It actually makes no sense. Oh, and the man, shit I- that the government thinks that we'll believe is just wild. But people did believe, do believe it. Nobody still. believes that. There's no way. 
Yeah. There's no it's as if as if the button for the end of the world is just casually sitting somewhere <laughs> near the like, oh, like a uh, strong storm warning button. Yeah. No, no. Or like a nuclear attack. That's yeah. the one next yeah. to the coffee maker. Your, yeah. His Whoops. like elbow bumped. Exactly. Bob didn't have enough coffee that day. Sorry. Like, Sorry, I imagine that button is in, like, a glass case somewhere, but maybe not. Maybe. I, it doesn't matter. The point is, Ambie and I were talking about that, and we were like, what was that? You know? Also pretty exciting that if it is, like, the end of the world, we will be notified. Like, yeah, I don't want to be notified. <laughs> I don't want to be notified. No. Do I want to be no. notified because, like, I want to say goodbye to people. I just want to make sure. I don't. I want to say goodbye. I know. No, I was thinking about this. That would be the worst part of it for me. The absolute worst part, calling my parents, saying goodbye. No, no, no. I just want it. I want it. I don't want to know. I want it. Just just come down, hit me. Let's take it out. And we all went out. Like, they know I love them. I talk to them every single day. My husband knows I love them. I say I love him every single day. It's painful what about, to say okay, goodbye. So- Here's my thing. Let's let's play the scenario really quick. We're getting off on a tangent, but I want to do this. <laughs> let's play this scenario in like Philadelphia, big city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I imagine a couple of things have happened. And I imagine that Hawaii probably this happened too. Depending upon, I think it was, was it in the summertime or during the school year? Do you remember? I don't, I don't know. I just remember that these parents tried to stuff their daughter down a manhole to save her. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's crazy stories, but go ahead. The trauma that that child has endured. The trauma that every single human that day has endured. The psychological trauma. It's true. It's really serious. Okay, but anyway, nonetheless, I digress. The point is, the first fucking order of business would be to go to your loved ones. So the traffic would be horrendous. Just this horrendous. Is why I'm telling you, I'm t- pretty sure it was like imminent, like minutes away this is happening. But the You're first not thing go I would do, but the, no, the first thing I would do, I would go to my kid's school and I'd pick them up. But then there would be a huge line of all these parents picking up their kids. Everyone would get into car crashes. Exactly. Yeah. And like attacks. And it's like, Oh, it's like Independence be, Day when everyone's yeah. trying to leave the city and yeah. just cars just sitting there. It yeah. would be wild. It's not funny that I'm laughing about this. I'm sorry. If you live in Hawaii and you went through that, it's not funny. And I'm sorry. <clears throat> I need to be more. Well, some people, I was reading some comments on the TikTok that the person made about their experience. And some people yeah. were legit, people were that experienced it were laughing about it. They were like, oh, yeah, I remember that. My dad just looked over at me and was like, so do you want to play, like, Mario Kart? And we just played video games. Like, like some they were talking about how, you know, the Hawaii, um, you know, the Hawaii spirit is very just, like, aloha, like, Hawaii time. It's just all, everything is based off of kind of, like, how low-key everything is in Hawaii. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, yeah. So they were joking about that and how that played into some people's reactions, which is just, like, well, whatever. And they just kept going on about their day. Didn't give, didn't give a shit. So. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So maybe aliens interfered. Oh, extraterrestrial star family. Maybe yeah. you guys jumped in there. No, no way to, to know for sure. And I but. appreciate that if you did. Like, yeah. cause you know, I want to go to Hawaii again. It's yeah. on my bucket list. Same. Same. Anywho. So, um, Demi Lovato has had an an encounter with an extraterrestrial. Are you going to share the clip? So I, okay, let me preface this with, 
So this is what's so cool is that I had I actually heard Demi Lovato start talking about extraterrestrials a couple years ago. I think it's been mm-hmm. a part of their like sobriety um, journey. It's kind of like their awakening and like spirituality. They have been talking about it a little bit here and there. And then recently it feels like Demi Lovato has gone through just like a huge acceleration in like, you know, coming into this whole new part of themselves coming out as non-binary and uh, all kinds of stuff. And really, and I've noticed that they've been a lot more outspoken about things. They've been on a a show about ghost hunting, like where they're literally like. I saw that. I sent that to you. And they've been really outspoken about their contact with ETs. And so they were on the Kelly Clarkson show and just talking about stuff that it, stuff that we talk about on this podcast quite frequently so oh my gosh we should try to have Demi Lovato on the podcast that would be amazing I mean that would be wonderful love you Um, Demi (laughs) if you're listening as they've listening as they're listening to this they are listening to this podcast it's probably Demi's favorite maybe one day I mean hey that would be great okay so here we're gonna we're gonna play this do you want to see your planet and I was like wait oh sorry (laughs) my room and then Demi Lovato hold on hold on guys Oh, my goodness. Here we go. We're working on a budget, everybody. So I, woke so. Up, so I woke up in my room, and there was, like, three beings. And then and they, <laughs> they no. were like, do you want to see your planet? And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so you were like, hell I yeah. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> so, so I, like, whooshed out of my room and was, like, hovering over the planet. And then all of a sudden, they were like, you want to see our planet? And I was like... Hell yeah! Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Then I whooshed to this like pink and purple planet that I've never seen, but so I woke up in my room. Yeah, isn't that Andromeda? No, pink and purple is Arcturus. I don't think so. Yeah? Look it up. Been there. Oh, dang. Cool. Well? I did like a um, inner child past life regression and I described what I saw and that's what I saw. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. That's a sign. Future guest of the show. <laughs> oh my God. If Demi comes on, I'll be so happy. No big deal. I mean, I'm you happy know, now. Do you know that Demi is a little part of my Taylor Swift like blowing up story when I went to the radio station that day to get interviewed because of the Taylor Swift like not crazy thing that Did happened? Did you get to meet them in real I life? I walk around the corner and Demi Lovato's standing there. <gasps> Just casually what? standing there talking to somebody. I'm like, what is my life? Because this was, like, you know, <laughs> nine years ago. And I was just like, oh, my God, I've made it. I've made it. Yeah. Um, I haven't made it. That's exciting. <laughs> but anyway, so I just thought it was so cool that Demi Lovato's on Kel- the Kelly Clarkson show, which is like a daytime talk show, talking yeah. about seeing beings and this just being a normal thing. And Kelly Clarkson's like, cool. Like, that's great. Not like, are you sure – no, Kelly Clarkson's like amazing, cool, awesome. And I'm just like, I saw somebody on TikTok talking about this. They're like, the way that contact and disclosure is going to happen is literally by more and more people just sharing their experiences to the point where everybody starts sharing their experience. Like, oh, I had one too. And they open up to it more because they see people like Demi Lovato going like, oh yeah, I had this experience. It was so cool, right? And it's like normal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's normal. And to the point where we just accept it as, yep, they're real. We all have these experiences. And then, you know, that leads to us 
maybe coexisting or sharing space or whatever. I don't so. think that's going to happen, but that's fine. Well, you know what? We On this podcast, I feel like we've asked like a million times and every other time it's a different answer. So the timelines keep changing. So I don't I'll tell you. I'll tell you, though. The art thing did say that like they would be more uh, prevalent in the media, but a lot of people still won't believe it. And I'm now sitting here like that's what's happening. That is it what's is. happening. Wild. It is. And and it. yeah, I mean, a lot of people still don't believe the the, 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 the COVID is real. So. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, so there can be things right in front of your face that you still refuse to believe just because oh of God. your beliefs. Remember when we went down that conspiracy hole? Yes. Back in the day. <laughs> yes. 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 I'm glad we're out. I'm glad we're, we're out, out too. Okay. But I was going to say real quick, because I know you have a clip. One of I the do. things that I think of when we were at our retreat in Sedona this past July um, the first night we were there, we all – Sedona, by the way, is notorious for, like, UFOs and, you know, alien activity uh, – extraterrestrial activity. God. And so I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just get it. Um, and um, so the first night we were there, you can see so many stars from the house we rent. So pretty. It's yeah. gorgeous. And the first time we were there, we were all in the hot tub and we were all kind of just like sitting outside or being in the hot tub and looking at the stars. And I remember Ricky, who's a part of our Patreon community, who talks to the Arc 9 quite a bit with us. He was just like, wait, look. And he kept finding all of these little, it was like they were too far away to be planes, number one. Number two, Mm -hmm. they were moving way too fast for how far away they were, like way too fast. Um, the other thing was they wouldn't fly in like straight lines. They'd like go like like that. And well, you can't see this, but it was they were almost like bouncing. Zigzags. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they turn around and go the other way. Like planes don't do that. Okay, this was not a plane. And he would point them out, like he would find them and he and I would see them and I would be like, oh my God, like what is that? Because the uh, the only other thing it could be is a satellite, but I don't think satellites go like that. I don't think that they, first of all, I don't think they turn around. And second of all, I don't think they they fly bumpily. They just kind of orbit in a straight line, right? So, I don't know. Well, anyway, so I was like, that's really crazy. Like that is something that's unexplained. I don't know what that is. That is like an unidentified flying object. The other, the other experience that we've had at retreats is in Texas. Remember? Woo! That was exciting. So we went and did, I don't know why I'm yelling. I'm sorry. We went and did, um, what is it called when you go outside? Observatory. Observatory. Is that what it is? Just, just an observatory. Okay. We went and did an observatory and it was outside. It was really cool. And the guy's explaining like all of these nerdy things that we don't understand. Look at the stars. Yes. And it was great. And he goes, oh, you guys are in for a special treat because normally you don't get to see this planet, but you're here at the exact right time and you get to see Arcturus. And we all lost our shit because it was amazing. And then it was there one second and gone the next because of the way the horizon is. But that's not the point. So we learned a lot. And the Arc 9 kept saying that you have to go to this place. Um, And I think that that was one of the reasons, not the only reason, but one of the reasons. It was really neat. Also, on my mini moon, when my husband and I got married, we went to Joshua Tree, and 
we found this, we went to see like the sunset and then we went and climbed up on one of these giant like flat rocks. You had to like really climb to get up there. And we just laid there and looked at the stars. And as I'm laying there looking at the star, I feel this attraction to this one star. And I feel like it's blinking at me. Like I feel like it's like throbbing at me, you know, the way the star will get bright and then whatever. Anyway. And I look at it and I'm like, I wonder what star that is. And I use my little app on the phone that you just hold up. It's like augmented reality. And it was freaking Arcturus, dude. So. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Always a way to communicate. Okay. So I have a clip that I'm going to play. I was given this clip today by someone. Amazing. Hold on, please. News hour. Uh, So tell us what you saw back uh, in a training mission in San Diego. So in November of 2004, off the coast of Southern California, we were preparing for our deployment, uh, running training exercises. And when we launched, anticipating going to a particular airspace and, and running these uh, training exercises, we were interrupted uh, for a real-world intercept. We were vectored to try to t- get a visual tally on something that another ship in our carrier strike group was picking up on their radar. Uh, so we followed their vectors and we ended up getting a visual contact. There were four air crew and two aircraft. So each aircraft is a cockpit with a pilot and a weapon systems officer. Uh, and so among the four of us, we picked up this visual tally on this UAP, this unidentified aerial phenomenon. And what did it look like? Uh, so we we describe it as looking like a tic-tac. Uh, it looks like the little breath mint uh, in, in larger scale, uh, but white, oblong, no apparent flight control surfaces, no apparent visible uh, beams of propulsion. And uh, it was maneuvering in a way that we didn't recognize, that we couldn't classify, uh, we couldn't identify. And what do you think it is, looking back? Well, I'm not qualified uh, to make that analysis. Uh, it, it's almost 17 years now. Uh, and I know there are a lot of folks who are curious and concerned about it. Uh, but I gave my debrief, gave what I could in terms of the information and data from that day. And I'll leave it up to the expert analysts to do their their job and, and uh, make that determination. The, the report uses... So I think it's interesting that's on... Um, that was like a, a major news outlet. And they're basically letting us know that they're what did she call them? UAPs? Yeah, unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah, so interesting, interesting. I mean, and if you watch, um, like, there's a lot of different kinds of alien shows that you can watch, excuse me, ET shows they can watch that talk about, like, Ancient Aliens is one Mm -hmm. of them. They talk about, like, how um, Native American tribes work really closely with ETs, and you can see it in an Egyptian um, culture, ancient Egyptian, Egyptian culture. Uh, also, like a lot of different cultures have worked with um, ETs, and you can see it in the text, you can see it in uh, ruins, you can see it on um, the buildings that they build. There's this tunnel, um, I believe it's in South America, but I don't remember exactly where. But anyway, they build it and it looks like a snake. When you get an aerial perspective of it, it looks just like a snake. And then that same symbol is on, um, it's on a lot of their artwork that they have. And so it's 
I forget how big it is. Now I sound like an idiot, but it's huge. Basically, they're they're theorizing that there's no way that it could have just popped up one day, kind of like um, crop circles. circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really, it's re- and it's a tunnel. It's really interesting. Also, I just think, how arrogant are we to think we're the only species that lives? Like that is the, right. the most arrogant and quite frankly, <laughs> like American perspective of just like, oh, we're all that is and we're top dog and there's nothing above us and there's nothing outside of us. And it's like, that is just so statistically impossible. It is so statistically unlikely. Um, I I was watching a, a clip of Billie Eilish, actually. I don't know if you guys watched that documentary, but there's a part in her documentary where she's just, just going on a rant. She's like, there's no way. There's no way that we're alone. There's no way that there's not aliens. There's just no way. Like, wh- why are mm-hmm. you so like again kind of alluding to the fact it's just arrogant it's arrogant to believe that now if you if if alien if extraterrestrials scare you um you know they used to scare me yes they did used to scare you and I get that I get it but I do think that that's another thing is that like I think that the arc nine have said too that not everybody is ready to know about aliens not everybody is ready for that they're not ready to handle that the it's mm-hmm. not ready to be like a widespread thing necessarily where they're just like you're walking down the street and there's a legit extraterrestrial walking down the like street men in black yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i get that too but i do think that we need to um <sighs> Yeah, just be like more open-minded. I think people are becoming a lot more open-minded, but I do think we should be open-minded and also not afraid because I do feel like there is this agenda out there to kind of make us afraid of aliens. Um, Mm -hmm. Sorry, ETs, to make us afraid. Like, well, if they are out there, then what type of power do they have? and And it's like, if they are out there and they haven't annihilated us yet or done something else yet, why would they now? Like, for yeah. what reason? It doesn't It doesn't make sense. And, again, like we've said, it's like, you know, who's to say they haven't been helping this whole time? Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to go – I'm going to say a couple of things about okay. both perspectives. One, I don't want anybody to think that I personally believe that, like, the pyramids and all of these things were created by um, ETs. I think that the information was given to human beings and um, the human beings created them because I do think that there's, um, in my opinion, it makes Egyptians um, and any other type of phenomenon that happens in our world, it kind of, it, it says, well, you guys couldn't have created that. Well, absolutely, they could have. They absolutely could have. But I like the possibility. I think Nikola Tesla got the information from aliens as well. So I think that the information is from aliens, but um, the actual labor behind it was man-made. Okay, so I digress. The other thing um, is I'm a big Twilight Zone fan, and there's this, like the black and white version, and there's this one episode where Um, ETs make contact with human beings and they're giving them all of these instructions for this book. 
And it mm-hmm. says the title of the book is How to Serve Mankind, but it's a cookbook and it's so funny. How to just serve cra- them, like serve yes. food. <laughs> yes. Like how to serve them on like a platter. Yeah. And it just, it cracks me up because it plays into this stereotype of Hollywood really trying to make us afraid of things that we can't understand. And that also goes into like ghosts and mediumship and witches and all of that, those types of things. Hollywood definitely wants us to be afraid of things that we don't fully comprehend and understand. But that is my soapbox. I would like to share my encounter with the Greys, if that's cool. Yeah, please. So I've shared this before, but I want to share it again. So I don't remember exactly what transpired for me to be home alone because there's always somebody in the house, but I was definitely home alone that day. And um, I remember I was in uh, my bedroom and in my mind's eye, so not in the physical, but in my mind's eye, I saw three small grays and I kind of thought I was losing my shit a little bit. Um, I saw three small grays and they didn't speak in full sentences. It was like little bits and pieces. Um, I literally hear minions speak in my mind. (laughs) It wasn't like that. It was like, it was like, come, come, come. Lay, 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 lay. And it was, it was like that. And I was like, am I making this shit up? Like, am I going crazy? What is happening? And so I laid down and I closed my eyes and in my mind's eye, I kept seeing these beings like working on me, almost like operating. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? And I wasn't resisting it. I was actually really relaxed. And I said, what are you doing? And they said, fixing, fixing. And I said, what are you fixing? And they said, fear. And they kept pulling things out of my, my chest, my heart. And they said, fixing fear. And then they said, rest, rest. And I laid there for like an hour and then um, that was it. And they left. And then there was this one other time I was, um, wait, that sounds so cute. It was pretty cute. It was pretty cute. And like, also just like, what is life that like, it's like, yeah, I was home alone. These grays, they fixed my fear. They operated on me and, uh, you know, it was cool. We're good. Yeah. Um, not all my fear, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) But there was this other time that I was like getting ready to go to sleep. And I was laying on my right side and I heard audibly out loud, uh, lay on your left. And I went, I wasn't like, what the fuck was that? I wasn't like jolted. I was like, oh, fine. And I like rolled (laughs) over because I was so tired. And I like rolled over and I asked in my head, like, why my left? And then I heard out loud, audibly, better for your heart. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw those beans again, like pulling things out of my heart again. And I was like, man, I, my heart needs a lot of work, I guess. Wow. That's Mm -hmm. so cool. I think that's so awesome. Like, I mean, I don't know. I want to, I want to meet the grays. They seem so cute. Wasn't there also like a couple of times when they were like observing you, like you would just see them in the room and you, and then like, I, I remember a couple of times when you would just remember so yeah so that's interesting because i don't i think that is a different species of et i don't think that's like the gray um but what essentially and i've had a lot of people that um there's a couple of things that have happened to me that's very weird okay 
But I've had a lot of people that have the same interaction. So when you see something out of the corner of your eye, or when you're alone in a room and it energetically feels like someone has walked into the room and you look and nobody's there, right? A couple of things. That is not a normal feeling. Most people don't know that. So if you understand what I just said, congratulations, you are some kind of intuitive. Um, I digress further. So when I see a silhouette of a person, like out of the corner of my eye, my other knowings start to kick in, whether it is um, smell, sound, whatever Claire is most relevant, that's what picks up. Usually I'm clairaudient and I can hear things more than I can see. But most of the time it will, I'll just know it's a man. He's six foot. He has a hat on. He was a mine worker. He's about in his fifties. He's like, all of that information comes in in probably two seconds. And so my brain processes it as I have seen this, but I haven't actually seen this. I've just seen a silhouette of a person. Now there are other beings that have interacted with me and many, many people I know since I was a child. And what happens is it's a silhouette of a person, but there's no gender, there's no height, there's no other information. It's it's none. And it's almost like the energy is like, when I see them, they're almost like, whoop, she caught me and they leave. <laughs> and so I've always wondered like, what the hell is that? Who is that? What's happening? And so I met someone that I was teaching her how to channel I used to teach people how to channel. I don't anymore, Um, but we were teaching her how to channel. And one of these shadow figures, do not Google shadow people, by the way, if you're listening to this, one of these shadow people came forward and wanted to communicate with me. And I was like, cool, man, because I have questions for you. So what I asked was, why, why is that the energy exchange? Why not communicate with us? And basically what they showed or what they expressed to me was that they can't interfere. And what they're doing is they're tracking kind of like scientists, they're tracking how our um, vibration changes with the actions that we take or the thoughts that we think and how that changes our vibration, how that changes our connection, how that interacts with our whole environment around us. You know what? I just got a really cool image of that. Because I remember Abraham Hicks always saying, or I think Abraham Hicks, maybe it's Bashar, but somebody saying like, you, no, it is Abraham Hicks. You just living your life, you just going out there, you're sifting through, you're sifting and sorting, you're collecting data, right? Mm-hmm. And that data is basically going back into the collective vortex, your vortex, the collective vortex, but it's going into say, okay, this isn't wanted. This is wanted. Yeah. And what it just made me realize is like, it's, I see it almost as this like, uh, how do you say this? See it like a donut. It's like a donut, right? The inside is, um, it's like all the experience on the outside goes back into the inside and it feeds into, you know, a donut. It's like the outside goes into the inside, goes into the outside, goes into the inside. It's circulating like that. So it's like every experience goes back to the hub to then feed back out into the experience, to then feed back into the hub. And since time doesn't exist, it's all really just happening in the now. Mm-hmm. And meaning you going out there and living your life is giving 
all of the universe information for how to better live your life mm-hmm. and giving ETs and guides and star family and all that information about how to better support us in living our lives. Mm. Kind of interesting. It's, it's interesting. kind of reminds me of a programmer like or an engineer yeah. when – I saw this TikTok the other day. I don't code, but I saw this TikTok with this guy was like, if you, <laughs> you write- don't code on the weekends, I don't <laughs> no. understand. I used to write code for websites. But did you? Yeah, I did. That's a pain in the ass. Go it on. was. It was terrible. But um, he was like, if you write a code and on your first try it works, then like something's wrong. Like, And I was like, that's really funny. But basically it's like you want to find all the bugs. You want – that's mm-hmm. the goal of the coder. They want to find a lot of bugs because it's going to help them make it better. So it's kind of – it's kind of that's what we're like. We're out here living our life, kind of coming up against contrast and snags and fears and confusions and uh, conflicts and all this. Right. And every time we do, it just sends data back to the hub and that gives – the larger part of us, more information about how to better assist us. Like that was the mm. the image I just got. I like that. So I agree with that. I was just going to say. That, go ahead. <laughs> we're talking all over each other today. Go ahead, you go. No, I was just going to say, so it's kind of comforting to think about it that way. It's kind of like just relax because help is coming. Like it, you're not out here alone. Like you've just sent data back. It's like when on Apple products, when it's when it crashes, and it's like, do you want to send this report to Apple? Like, do you want to send this? Mm-hmm. Do you want us to have this information so we can? And you're like, yeah, send it, send it. I never send it, but or you know what's interesting? And this is like such a douchey analogy <laughs> that I'm gonna make right now, okay. but I'm gonna do it. So with my Tesla that I manifested, motherfuckers. Yeah. Anyway. With my Tesla, if anything goes wrong with the Tesla, they can fix it from the hub. Yes. Other than a flat tire, they can fix everything. Yeah. So it's literally a push of a button to service and then they fix it and that's it. I don't have to be present for it. I don't have to do anything. They just fix it. I know it's amazing. Anyway, so the point is it's the same concept and idea is that it's fixed somewhere else and we're just sending signals. Nope, I don't like that. Yes, I like this. No, I don't like that. And it's interesting because I I feel like it's easier as a human being to focus on, oh, I don't like that. But we're focusing on I don't like that. So we're getting a slightly different version of what we don't like. And then we're saying, why does this keep happening? Because you're focusing on what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you do like. Mm-hmm. It's hard to figure that out, though, when you're in the middle of the shit, a yeah. shit show. Yeah. And that's OK. Like. Man, we could go off on a whole other thing. This is something that as I'm diving into OCD, I'm real and understanding OCD more. What I've been learning is that um, uh, it's almost like (laughs) treating it is almost like the opposite of like affirmations, which I really believe in affirmations and affirmations have been very helpful for me. But for something that you're obsessing over, affirmations Mm. do the opposite because it's like you're obsessing and that's the problem. So the answer or this part of the treatment is just to say, surrender to it. Like, yeah, I sucked at that. Or like, yeah, that didn't go perfect. Or yeah, I didn't look good there or whatever. It's like this whole thing about, I don't know. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. This is, this is not related to this topic at all, but I'm just, I'm just thinking about that as, um, as, understanding more about the way that my brain works it's just interesting 
Anyway, let's get back to aliens. Or let's wrap up aliens. Let's wrap it up. It's been about an hour. Yeah. Um, so if you guys have your own alien stories, extraterrestrial stories. Story. Sorry, guys. It's going to take me a minute. We're all <laughs> learning new language these days. I'm trying. Um if you have your own ET stories or questions, feel free to connect to uh, our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers. It's a safe space for people like us to just talk about this stuff and not have fear of being judged or being too much. I know that's something we've been encountering a lot, people saying, wow, I don't feel safe to talk about this in my normal spaces. And so that's what that space is for. Um, so just look it up on Facebook. It's a private community. We'll let you in if you request to join. Um, and also please remember to, um, sign up for our Patreon if you want our webinar and you also want to talk to the ARC-9, which will happen at the end of this month. It happens at the end of every month. Um, sign up for our Intuition 101 webinar that is linked in the show notes. It's $44. It's going to be great. And, uh, make sure to enter the giveaway for our witch-themed experience box. Um, and you do that by leaving a iTunes review. And um, you can do that via your phone on your Apple iTunes app. It's very easy. Um, and just send that in to us um, via email or Instagram. DM. Anything else, Ambi? Um, I don't believe so. I think that is it. If you're not following us on Instagram, like follow us because, you know, we want to be friends. Instagram and TikTok. Follow us there at Inner Bloom Podcast. <gasps> oh, our fear challenge. Let's talk about that offline because we'll follow. Oh. oh, there's something that happened that I'm not aware of. Apparently. No, no, it's just. Okay. No. We'll talk about it offline. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. All right, That's guys. No, no, no. It's not good. Amy, no, it's fine. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. We love you guys. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Keep on blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.